0: Hello, my name is Michael. I like it better if I do this. Keep what? talking. Okay. Uh, test one, two, three, That's four, better because one, it's one, two, just really more about me, one, anyway.
1: Two, I can't talk, what?
0: We don't really. People that's not, aren't.
1: That's not going to work.
0: People aren't interested in what you have to say, Michael. Hi, welcome to the show. Hey, we're going to do off the same mic. I have to do everything bent over the whole show. He's like <coughs> he's like this. He's like, I'll talk into the mic and then you talk into Mike. Okay, I get it. I get it. That's really inappropriate.
1: Hey, welcome to On The Mic. Uh, this guy over here, I'll give you three facts about him. Fact number one, he's got his own clothing label. Fact number two, he's probably hosted more drinking shows than anyone in the history of the human race. And fact number three, she just walked past. He once married his producer, ladies and gentlemen. I give you the one, the only, the incomparable, Suzanne Zane Lamprey. All that is true. Really? Really good. Oh, I made it up. Hey, I didn't even know it was true.
0: Yeah. What happened to your head?
1: Oh, okay. So you're gonna ask me the questions? It's my show. I can't it's talk about everything that's wrong with my face. We're gonna talk about what's wrong with your face. <laughs> First of all, what's I feel like I'm, no. I'm. I feel like we're, we're doing a podcast <laughs> riding on a bus. It's totally okay. right. Can you get okay. kids? Do your seatbelt up. Do you have a pen? <laughs> I need a pen to fill out my forms. Um, uh, I just got back from uh, a weekend in Big Bear. Yeah. And uh, went, went are you
0: gonna make it bear related? Because it doesn't look like bear related. I was
1: attacked by a door. Uh, so we went out drinking. Come here. There's at, a piece at, of
0: it. Come here. There's a piece of it that like felt. Yeah, that makes me. Feel what better.
1: was that? Was it felt? Well, no. Or? It was like a piece of the
0: scab was on top.
1: You just took some scab off my face. That will scar now. Uh, so we were we were drinking, as you do when you're in Big Bear. We went as to you a, do when a bar you're anywhere fireside. Yeah. And uh, we're having some cocktails with the local fireman and a little Mexican kid who couldn't believe that we didn't have guns in Australia, and we had a big conversation about that. And wow. We, and we played um, shuffleboard. So can I just... So did it play before? Hold
0: on, you're setting it up. It sounds like there's guns and firemen... Hmm. And this little Mexican yep. guy, mm-hmm. it sounds amazing. Hmm. Anyway, is, is, is it, Does it go like this from here? Yep. So okay.
1: anyway, uh, we, and a bear. We, we'd met him for like five minutes and I was freaked out about bears. And they said, you can't walk this way. We have to show you which way to walk. So we followed them. We went to our log cabin and I invited him in for a drink because I had a few Coronas. Uh, and they had some tequila in his, in his backpack. We drank that. And I said, let's play some games. Because, you know, when you rent an Airbnb, sometimes they've got games in the cupboard there. And I've yeah. reached in to grab some games. After pulling had, the door open and his head by oh the God. door. That's oh my God. it. End of story. You had
0: like all these amazing opportunities for a great story. You had a gun. Yeah. You had a broken bottle. You yeah. had a fireman mm-hmm. and all these things. And at the end, it yeah. was just you just being clumsy.
1: I could make up a ridiculous story, but that's all that happened. Zane Lamprey, so good to have you on the mic. I got yeah. to do your show. Do you want to know uh, what happened to me? Zane's world. What happened to your face? Do I-,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was born. I was born no, but I. What day was that for you? Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so my Saturday, yeah. I went to a party in in Hollywood, and um, we, should we maybe just have the camera aimed at me? Do you need to be in the shot? I, I can edit it in. It's amazing the wonders of technology. No, wanted, this is shot in four K, so I can show your face. No, I want to. Like. I would. I'm looking more to edit you out of it oh. to make it like if we put the camera right here and shot just me and didn't see you. Wouldn't that be better? On Luckily, some I'm
1: doing the editing here, so. <laughs> So he, It'll be mostly me. It'll be half of your face <laughs> right now, so maybe lean a bit closer like, to me and like you'll my get che- on.
0: Like my cheek. Um, so on, uh, on Saturday night, I was at a, a party in Hollywood, yeah. which, just like your story, yeah. sounds much better in the beginning. Like the story is going to be about like crazy stuff. A lot more celebrities. Yeah, to say yours. a lot more celebrities. Uh, zero celebrities at this place. Uh, we ended up going on the roof of this place and playing Jenga. It was a guy's birthday party Mm -hmm. uh, who knows a lot of people in Hollywood. So, and I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this would be fun. I'll go there. But it was a poker tournament at seven, and then, in air quotes, dance party, that's what it said, at nine. So I was like, you know, I don't need to sit around. And we were shooting stuff anyway during the day. And I, Bodhi, come here.
1: Oh, my God. Bodhi, come over here. It is the beast. From Zane Lamprey's no, house. No,
0: no, okay, that's hello. Fine. Hello. That's fine, how but how are you going to
1: not knock, knock over his camera oh, when you leave? He's a crutch sniffer. Oh, Get in. oh edit God. point, edit point. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is Bodie. Don't knock over the camera. <sighs> Don't knock over the camera. It's going to. Oh, it's all right. Oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> really it's an earthquake <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> really What's
0: going on? It.
1: That's an uh, Irish bloodhound or Irish? Irish wolfhound. Wolfhound. <laughs> yes. bloodhound smaller.
0: That's an Irish wolfhound, Mike. Mm. On the mic with Mike Golden.
1: So your party in L.A. Sorry, in Hollywood. What what happened when you got there? So, this well, guy that knows everyone? Yeah,
0: so it was a poker from seven until nine. But then we got there at like nine thirty, and they were still playing poker. Oh, they going
1: so long.
0: It was just like and 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 the guy whose birthday was was like still at the table because he was doing well, oh. so he couldn't even socialize. Mm. And so we just ended up. They had on the roof. They had giant Jenga. We played a few games. Oh, that's of cool. Giant that's Jenga, fun. Had some drinks, and then we just left. Uh, and we were going to go to Musso and Frank's, which is uh, a Hollywood institution. It's right next door. And uh, what are you doing? I'm just massaging my leg. Did, <laughs> does it look like I'm touching my penis? He sure did. I am. <laughs> I wasn't worried for me. I was so worried, but they were going to be like, why? Mike really loves this story that Zane's telling. <laughs> He's like, well, oh my God. And then what happened? Get to the end. Get to the end. <laughs> Don't you finish your story before I finish Get it my... in the end? What? what I'd rather happened? just stay over Who here, please. And so anyway So then we went to Moose and Franks It was 11 Mm -hmm. And they apparently close At 11 Mm -hmm. This is one of those places Where like Errol Flynn Like rode his horse Up to this bar Like Mm. back when it started And whatever Anyway
1: There's a new Errol Flynn movie coming out How is that Shot in Australia about him Yeah Yeah
0: yeah Um, but just all these like amazing stories about this place, and then they closed at eleven, so I can't imagine those amazing things happened mm. all before eleven. The amazing things. happened. So were there happened. any big celebrities there? or Was Nobody. it this Hollywood party, something to write no. home about? No, it wasn't. So then we were like uh, going to take an Uber, but mm. uh, so we're over the hill in, in Studio City. That was directly over the hill in Hollywood. Yeah, and so um, the Hollywood Bowl had mm. just let out a big concert, and so cars. Were stopped even worse than normal traffic in L.A. So literally stopped. So if we got into an Uber, was Lionel Richie. There was a concert. Yeah,
1: I think that's yeah, who it was. could have been sure. Mm.
0: Uh, and so it was a Lionel Richie concert, mm. and and they were so if we would have gotten in a car, we would have just been sitting there. Mm. So we said, let's take some birds. So we got on the bird oh, scooters. Fun. Not you when you're drunk. Again? Not a good idea when you're drunk. Uh, a great idea. It's a great idea when you're drunk. Mm. It always seemed like dangerous. A good idea. It was dangerous. So we were like. So you can ride the bird over the hill to where we live. It's seven miles. Mm. Um, but it, but they don't want people doing that. So there's like a two-block spot. Oh, it stops. Of a dead De- zone. That happened
1: to me the other day in yeah. Venice. I was trying to ride the bird to my car. Yeah. And it's like five streets away, and it's gone. Oh, yeah. It yeah.
0: Ripped so, off. So same thing. So we stopped, and we heard in the bushes a cat crying. Oh. And so oh. I saw it. No. Yeah. So it was a chain-length. So Kawanga, which is a busy street. Where Hollywood Bowl, uh, Bowl is, then a chain link fence, and then the embankment to the freeway, and then the one hundred and one freeway with no fence, and then there was this little kitten sitting there like meowing, Aww. and so I had to jump over the fence, and then and then I made ju- my buddy Josh, who was with me, jump over as well, just in case that it sprinted towards the freeway. I'm mm. like, dude, if it, if we have to jump on it, we jump on it, and so we. Jumped over and couldn't find it. And anyway, he had to pull apart all the, like, this bush to, like, find it. And it was just her. Mm. No other uh, kittens around. So mm. I put it in my shirt and then called an Uber, brought it home, and then, you want to see it?
1: So you have another cat. Okay, let me just tell you about his house yeah. here. He's got the massive Irish wolfhound, and he's got about nine cats as well with, like, robotic feeding systems all over the place. And they have even a cat egg. Air- oh, my God. So usually, Look at this you know, beautiful little thing. You saved this cat's yeah. life.
0: Usually when they're in the, in the, oh. In the woods. Uh, oh, it looks like, so scared. Yeah, oh, it's scared. okay. But, but she was just like, oh. so scared. That,
1: that poor thing. That's such a cute you know, little cat. What, what color is that? Is that like a coffee, brindley coffee thing? It's called a tortie. A, a, twat- a tortoise? What? A
0: tortie.
1: It's yeah, a, a, tor- a tortie. Co- yeah. You love animals, don't you? Okay. You're, you're a real animal ambassador. Thanks, buddy. Now, where did that all come from? Um, your parents yeah for
0: sure you grow up around a lot you know of what's animals? crazy my, my, my dad would come home every week sorry I just washed my hands I didn't pee on them the cat did uh, my dad would come home uh, every every week with like once a week or once a it seemed like every week but it was probably once or twice a summer or something like that with an animal that was like crossing the road that got injured mm. a turtle a woodchuck I don't know baby deer squirrel, squirrel yeah and so it's in me but like To the point where, it's it's interesting when that is in your blood, Mm. how those opportunities present themselves to Mm. you know, like because we foster cats here. So Mm. like last year we did had like thirty eight come through the house, not at one time. So
1: you just sell them off. Well, no. So so it's really about making money. Is what we're saying.
0: (laughs) No, we don't don't sell them. (laughs) We let people. Today's show brought to
1: you by Zane Zane's Cats. (laughs) Please buy
0: my cats. Five hundred (laughs) bucks. What do you want? We're looking for. No, we 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 take in the hard luck cases. Uh, that you'll see like pictures of my Instagram and my wife's Instagram, yeah. and then so the organization we work with knows we take the the, the ones that need socialization mm-hmm. that maybe are abused or whatever, mm-hmm. and so we'll take them in and we'll love them and just sort of get them into you know a routine, and then another a person will come along and adopt them and take mm-hmm. them away. So mm-hmm. um, you know yeah, at present we have only eight mm-hmm. in the house, mm-hmm. but we have this great uh, what's it called rabbit? You can see it where you are. I can't see it. Yeah, they have this air
1: conditioner here that it, it sucks all the cat piss smell and dog wee smell out of the yeah, air. So you, do, you right. don't, the humans don't notice it, but you they, they can probably still smell it.
0: I guess so. But we have the world's giant and smelliest dog and eight cats, and you walk in here, you would never know that we have an animal. So
1: you've been attacked by an animal. Like we talked about bears before from my bear fight. And yeah, the, uh, well, uh, like oh, any, were, any snakes and you, spiders, because Americans always you, go, oh, in attacked Australia by a game everything cabinet. can kill you. But, well, that, but yeah. they, like you guys have bears in the jungle. You don't have freaking bears, we've just got kangaroos. You have cougars that can, you know, try and sleep with you if you go to a, a couple s- of bars down in Hollywood. I
0: didn't get attacked by it. I tell you a fun fun a fun Different story. Cougar. It's not too fun. It's about a cougar. Uh, I had a friend that was dating this girl. And there were three couples, and they were going to go out in Griffith Park, which is right here. The hill that I came over, so right near where the zoo is and the Griffith the Observatory, all that kind of stuff. That's mm. the hill that separates kind of Hollywood from here. And uh, and so – but it's really it's, – it's crazy how it's surrounded by – like when you land in L.A. Mm. It's city in every possible direction for as far as you can see. But mm. there's this one little area, probably the size of Central Park, but not well-shaped, mm. in the in the hills. Yeah. That there are still mountain lions and coyotes and deer and stuff like that. Yeah, and
1: people are just walking up and down there like there's nothing going on. They're bastards. Like, like what? What if a little kid walked off in the bushes? and be gone like that.
0: Well, I don't know that there's that. And night. they let him run around rampant. I think he said night. Well, so so this uh, this this buddy who had this girl hmm. uh, girlfriend and they were going to break up, and they I guess they had this hike planned a few weeks in advance, and the three couples were going to all go together. And, uh, and so, it's horrible, sorry, it's not fun at all. It's horrible. And so they, uh, they're like, he's like, I'm breaking up with, you know, whatever her name is. And, and the other friends are like, no, don't, can we just do this thing? And you can break up with her afterwards. Cause you know, all the girls are friends. Guys are friends. Just one last one. he's like, okay, fine. So they go hiking up and the girl is on her period. Oh, and, okay. and, and then there was a hungry, uh, uh, mountain lion could smell
1: blood and thought she was dying. uh,
0: Yeah. And no, attacked her. No. Attacked her and and scratched her face. Oh my God. So she went to the hospital. She was fine, but she needed to recover for a while. And the guy that was going to break up with her no, couldn't break up with her because because he felt oh, be, bad. No, because he'd be an asshole. Yeah, you can't. Oh, now she gets attacked by a mountain lion. Now you break <laughs> up with her? No, now you need to see it through until she's healed, and then you can do it. Did he? Did he break up with her eventually? Or did he? Eventually, yeah, but oh, not, but, not, but, but not right away. See,
1: you have mountain lions and bears in Australia. Sure, we got little spiders that can kill you, but you can stomp on a spider and kill it. Yeah. But a mountain lion, you can't stomp on and kill it. You don't have. But you've all got guns here, so I suppose you can just go. Pooh, <laughs> easier to shoot. Yeah, and unfortunately, they do that a lot, don't they? You it's horrible know, what's going on here lately like I don't even You know when I was listening to talk radio on the way here and uh all they're talking about is uh you know racism and you know immigrants and 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 the problems with America but not once did they mention guns being
0: a problem. I know. Well, you know, the argument it will say. So there's a few there's a few reasons and sort of who watches this? Americans or Australians? Both. Hi. Hey everybody. Good day. Hi. Um so there's uh you know basically there's uh, there's the uh, the amendment of the Constitution that enables you to the right to bear arms mm-hmm. and and the reason that that's that was there back then is is that he, as they were establishing this new government mm. they said if for some reason the government ever goes awry. Mm. That you know, because before then it was like all oh, the, the monarchies take and back their country The and, people would have yeah. the ability to take back their country. They mm. wouldn't be yeah. weaponless, yeah. and and so they they always felt like the people would should be as strong as the government that mm. that governs them. The catch is is that that was a time when you know Muskets having a musket was all you needed. One of those funny hair
1: and yeah. weird outfits, but I mean yeah. back then. But you don't really need that now. And 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 if you even tried to protect yourself from the government now. Uh, you usually come off second best because well, they show up with
0: armies and shit. <laughs> you. Second best is not a good place to end in a, in a gunfight. But, like, yeah, but if, in this day and age, we have, you know, jets and drones and tanks mm. and whatever. So, for someone to feel like they need the an AR 15, an automatic weapon with mm. a max capacity clip, mm. Mm. it's like, to, to what end? What's the point of that? It's so, really just going out with a bang, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I'll
1: so. take out as many of you guys as I can before I'm gone.
0: Well, shit. I mean, that would be the philosophy of why the mm. NRA would say, no, don't ban weapons. Mm. We need them because mm. otherwise we're powerless. Mm. But then other people see it as their right to have a collection of guns. Mm. And and then if you are an unstable person mm. uh, or going through an unstable time or an unstable person in an unstable time in your life, then mm. you know you might feel the need to take out some of your aggression on people that Aren't carrying weapons, yeah. so it's 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 a really shitty and the time. NRA
1: are paying a lot of money to your politicians here to, to make sure no, the gun laws stay exactly where they are. Happen. Actually, we, we've got a political organisation in Australia called One Nation, and it's run by a lady who used to own a fish and chip shop in an, in a backward town called Ipswich, and uh, it's not so backward now. But uh, a couple of the members from her party came over here to the US and met with the NRA. But the guy who set up the meeting was an undercover journalist for Al Jazeera. And he went into the NRA headquarters, like posing as this gun-loving guy who owns gun shops, but yeah. he wasn't, and recorded everything. So you can watch these meetings with the NRA, and, and they're talking about how much money they'd give them, and what, what are the best best ways to oh. to combat uh, people saying, you know, guns kill people, and yeah, uh, no, no, people don't people kill people, and all that kind of stuff. Guns it? don't people you know don't kill people
0: wait guns don't kill people people kill people with guns anyway yeah. how so is I, yeah.
1: Peepleys anyway you're Peepleys, Peepleys. <laughs> let's get off guns and this isn't a political yeah. podcast I know right we oh, almost went there this is the legend That's the it. legend that is please is don't, this touch, a new please don't one? touch him I'm he, just kidding you can't touch he, him he, he, uh, he looks like he's had his uh, fur redone
0: yeah this is a new th- well you know what's funny at one point so here's the story about this it's your uh, your
1: mascot my mascot for your, for your show Three Sheets so, drinking made easy yeah. chug Four sheets. And monkey rum. And four sheets. And four sheets. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: And so we, um, uh, when I was doing my show, the first show I ever did was called Three Sheets. I <laughs> how well, we went political. Now we're coming back. Mm. Um, when I first started doing Four Sheets, um, I wanted to make it, Three Sheets, I wanted to make it a drinking game. Mm. But I didn't want to tell the network that I was doing that. So I had a Beanie Baby. Mm-hmm. So not this, but a Beanie Baby. Uh, that would look similar to that. And I hit him in every episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And so the um, uh, I reached out to Ty, who owned Beanie Babies, and said, hey, I want to use this one, you know, like, can I rename this one as, mm-hmm. as Pleplius or whatever, because it was called Swinger. And they said, Sure. Then they had like a change of the CEO, and, the, and he came in. He's like, "No, drinking show, kids' toys. N- no, nope, we're not doing it." So they said, "No." no. What? But by that point, I'd already had hidden him in a season. Hmm. So I said, "All right, fine. I'm going to take the the silhouette of him hmm. and put it on a T-shirt and yeah. call it Pliplius." And so that became the image of him. And then I went out and I bought five thousand of these. So this is my, This is looks different than the the Taiwan. The Mm. Uh, legally different What happened to the original? The first Oh, one? see, here, see here's the logo right there see? Oh, yeah, yeah So please. You know, I think it's in a box someplace oh, Where'd the name come from? I literally I had like a second to come up with it Someone's like Oh, what's the name of that monkey? And I was like please, Really? Please.
1: I thought this was some little toy That you got when you were a little kid And nope. you've held on to it ever since nope. and, No No, it's just, just a drinking game bear What is your favorite drinking game? It's not a bear, it's a monkey Monkey, drinking game, game monkey What's your favorite drinking game?
0: You know what's funny? I was You've learned
1: a few around the world
0: yeah, I did. Oh, by the way, so I ordered 5,000 of these, mm. and this is the only one I have left. Mm. So I, I need to make more, mm. and I need this one because I need the, I need a model to make it off of. This is the model. Ah! <laughs> uh, you know, we were—it's funny. We were just in uh, New Orleans yeah. last weekend uh-huh. at a thing called Tales of the Cocktail, uh-huh. biggest like, cocktail conf- conference in, in the world. Mm. Conference, it's just people drinking. And so it's every day there's all these events and stuff like that. And we just, um, at one point we're just like, we need a little break. And so the, the French quarter is on like a bend in the Mississippi It goes up like this and it kind of comes on like this. So like this little bulb, this little penis right here Mm -hmm. is, is kind of like where the French quarter is, Mm -hmm. but you can just get on a, a, a ferry and, 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 and be in like across the Mississippi and be in, uh, Forgot the name of it. It'll come to me. But a different uh, area of, of New Orleans, but not the French Quarter. And so we guess we got a group and said, let's just go. Let's leave the French Quarter. And I mean, you go over there; it's it's different. It's like it's you're in now, Louisiana. You're not in the tourist area. No tourist goes over there. Mm-hmm. And so we went over there to a, a place called Crown and Anchor. Mm-hmm. We sat down to have a drink, and there was a big stack of games like you were talking about. Like you, you probably would have hit your head, there were so many. Yeah. And so <laughs> we, um, we looked through, and like, eh, there, there was like a trivia pursuit, but it was like from the 80s. And like, people were like, I don't remember the 80s, mm. the young kids. Mm. And so there was, this, there was a deck of cards, and we started playing. Um, you uh, know. Asshole. Asshole. Have you played it? No, what's asshole? you dealt the entire deck, right? So uh-huh. there's a few, maybe four or five people, whatever it is. You can play as many as you want, I think. And then basically, I put down a a four, hmm. one four, and you're trying to discard all of your cards. Hmm. You would you would put down anything higher. You have anything higher than four? What do you have in your I got a five. Okay, so you put a five on It comes back to me, and I can put, I can put, Two sixes if I want. Mm-hmm. Now that means that everyone after right that like needs to play doubles, whatever, and whatever. And then at the end, yeah. whoever goes out first is the president. And then if you're president twice, you get to make a rule. Like, Ooh. oh, whenever some, you need to call Jerry. Ball face, or whatever it is, and so, like, all these little rules. And if you mess up a rule, you drink, change it, people's names, whatever you want. And if you call them by something else, someone else has to, has to drink. No, if you mess up, you drink. But, but oh, yeah. I mean, the rules you can make up are, are limitless, like,
1: you're not allowed a point, you are only let a point with your elbow exactly, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah,
0: you can't ever say the word drink, you need to say imbibe, or whatever, all these kind of things. So, we just sat there at this little pub, which was an Irish no, it was an English pub mm. outside of New Orleans across the Mississippi. That by the way, it was like a three minute boat ride, and half of it was spent docking in the busy in the muddy Mississippi. But it was just fun. It was just fun. And like, I don't play a lot of drinking games, mm. uh, but that is like that's one that just like works. It's just and fun. some countries, I so guess you easy. go
1: to, they say, "Oh, you're doing a drinking show. Oh, we've got this great drinking game, and you kind of sure." To do
0: it. And so, so, so a lot of times that you know, we'll... yes, when we go, okay, so thinking about what the show is about, so traveling around the world and drinking, mm-hmm. it, when. When you realize that, like... It can't really be about the drinks because I'm holding a beer and my beer is mm. a lager and it's yellow and yours is an ale and it's yellow and yours is an IPA and it's yellow mm. and it's just like uh, you know. It's about
1: it- the culture and you know breaking down those walls when you have a few drinks and having a laugh right. at the bar. That's
0: exactly right. Yeah. So so it, people sometimes think it's about the the the, the beverage, the drink mm. that you're having. Mm. It's not even really the place that you're at. Mm. It's the it's the conversation that ensues. It,
1: it, I got it as a travel show where you get to know the locals and what they're about, right? Because there's no better way to, to discover a new country than getting to know the locals right exactly and that's why airbnb is great because you can go and stay with people and they'll show you where to go and yeah. and you know talk to you about the best things and the history of the town yeah, and all that point. kind of stuff where's the strangest place you've ever woken up mm. <laughs> Because, um, you know, you're playing these drinking games and you might be drinking with these new people and making this well, show. That's, yeah, and like, and where, I, where am I?
0: It, well, and what that's is And that is, that's the thing. Like, so a lot of times, in order to get people drinking, I, I'm going to tell you a, a story about a drinking game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one, so we went to uh, France, uh, Champagne, France, just outside of Paris where Champagne comes from. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was the second, third episode I'd ever shot. At this, point, I, in the, at this point in life, I probably shot 150, maybe 200. I don't remember. And I don't remember. I've been drinking the whole time. And mm-hmm. so th- we. it's always organized that we're drinking with someone. We know where we're going and, like, whatever. And, and so, it, you know, we have to just, like, you can't just show up with cameras and then find somebody, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the place is ca- called Café du Pelé. It was, like, a, a champagne bar in, in Reims. Reims is pronounced uh outside of Champagne or in the Champagne region. And so we get there and the person they were interviewing is a woman who's 8 months pregnant. And I was like, "Oh, I don't think we can interview because it's pre- we're drinking." And she's like, "Oh, in France we don't care. It's not a big deal. You have a glass of wine." I'm like, "Oh, that make I mean that makes sense, but I don't think, you know, for us whatever." And she's like, "No, it's fine." I'm like, "Okay." So we just we rolled, and I said to my mic I and have my mic here inside. I go, don't record. I'll just make it quick. And so I interviewed So you like champagne? Yeah, whatever. And like three minutes later, it was over. She's like, "That's it." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, that was easy." I'm like, "Yeah, thank you." And she left. I'm like, "Okay, now we need to do the scene because we didn't do it." Yeah. So I started talking to the owner, uh, Jean Francois, and and I said, "Hey, we need to we need to have someone else that speaks English so I can sit down with and just like have a drink and just sort of learn about champagne." He's like, "Well." I don't know if there's anyone here that speaks English because uh, you know we are mostly French and uh, I don't think English is you know I'm like how about you? He's like no 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 my English is very poor I don't think I can hold you. I'm like you're <laughs> literally frightened. arguing in English about why you can't speak English you should probably do a worse job he's I'm like it, I did what that guy in the podcast did to yeah. me He was like oh, I, I said it was be twenty minutes mm-hmm. but we sat down and we started having drinks but he was just like Doop, you know like sipping I'm mm-hmm. like. It's not that I'm trying to get people drunk. I, yeah. I never am because if someone gets drunk, it just gets weird, and that, that's honestly and they
1: slur, and you think it's great at the time. But exactly, you watch it back the next day, and it's like this is
0: can't use it's, this. It's exactly right, and it's happened a few times where someone's gotten too drunk. We're like, eh, and maybe sometimes it's me, and you're just like, ah, we can't really do it, whatever. Come here, pumpkin, pumpkin. Hey, <laughs> buddy. Oh, beautiful, just, well-trained cats. Just, just passing through, and so um, we uh, we we sat down, and I'm like, he's not drinking, so I'm like, all right, well, let's um, uh. Let's have a drinking game. Would We played quarters. So do you have quarters? Do you have the- uh, we have 20 cent piece. Oh, 20 cent piece. Okay. Yeah. So we have a, like a shot glass. I mean, take a quarter and you bounce it off the table into the shot glass. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you get to make someone drink. And oh, then okay. there's the speed quarters where you're doing whatever. And, uh, and so we... Um, I'm like, they have euros. I'm like, oh, let's play euros. And mm-hmm. so he had some shot glasses and we did it. Mm-hmm. And I... You know, teaching him, Mm. I had to like lose a few times so that he would would feel like I wasn't like singling him out. Oh yeah. And then I went and went doop and went right in. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he's like, what do I do? I'm like, you have to drink it the whole thing. And like, yeah. He's like, I cannot. I cannot. I think it is a crime here to drink this. You know, whatever. And so as he's saying that, this the executive producer who was with us the whole time. Mm. And this producer who wasn't with us after that trip, mm. she said, you know, her name was Kristen. She said to Mike, she's like, don't worry, Mike, I'll go take care of it. And he's like, because she starts to get up. He's like, what, what, what are you doing? Because they're back, by the way, they're back there with headphones mm. and a monitor watching everything that's happening. Mm. And she's like, don't worry, I'll go take care of it. He's like, what, what do you what take do you care of? What? what?" She's like, well, no, I'll just go t- tell Jean-Francois that he doesn't have to drink it. And Mike's like, sit down what what are you talking about that that's the show yeah, that's like a, exactly and she's like no the, the show's not about that the show's about the drinks and and you know and the and and what the drinks are and he's like no like oh my god let this play out it's about the relationship it's about the relationship and, and conversation it's, and yeah, banter yeah and it's not a, and, and it's about powering through those uncomfortable things yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. and so that ended up being one of those scenes that Everyone remembers Ooh. anyone who's seen that the, the the champagne episode remembers that that you know that scene, and so I I like um I think when I got married to to Mel yeah uh would it be 2012 so maybe like the next year maybe like 2013 or 14 mm. which would have been about uh, seven or eight years after I shot that scene mm. um I. Uh, went to Champagne and brought Mel with me, mm. and or went to went to Paris. I'm like, let's go to Champagne. Mm. We knew somebody who owned a, um, uh, hey buddy, uh, a Champagnery I don't know we call that mm. anyway. Tatt- t- it's, it's spelled oh, Tadinger. It's still
1: but, a brewery, isn't it?
0: Well, no, it'd be a. <laughs> I, mean, I guess it'd be a winery. <laughs> a winery, yeah. So it, it was wine? it was yeah. the original wine of James Bond. It was a James Bond. It was Tadinger. T- yeah. So we went there and we were just hanging out there and we were. I was talking about du DuPelay she's like Mm. oh Jean-Francois I'm like yeah you know him she's like yeah she called him up and then we all went there and we sat down with Jean-Francois and had champagne eight eight years later not only that there was like a customer who kept coming in and going oh what is that and he would come in and pretend like to steal a sip of the champagne and just walk away with it and then there was a waiter who was just sort of had these really weird expressions and didn't know what we were saying they were all there all in the same seats, still the same people. Eight years later, wow, it never has happened before. We actually went to a place in Belgium, which mm. was the second episode we ever shot. Mm. So Mel and I went over there. I'm like, "Let's go to this place. It's called Delirium. It's got a uh, thousand and one beers on the menu that you can get at that at that time. It's like the world record." Mm. Went in there. I'm like, "Hey, we shot here with uh, you know whatever. I forgot the guy's name. I looked it up before I went in there. He's like, they're like, no, he doesn't work here." No, we, he was like the manager i no I've never heard of him Where like, in Belgium uh it was, it was it was it was in uh in Brussels Brussels and it was uh it was delirium cafe mm-hmm. and it was just and they had never heard of me and they have never heard of the show they'd mm-hmm. never heard of the per- the guy who worked there and sort mm-hmm. of like oh that was disappointing yeah and so that was actually I thing before and then the next the next trip and the next leg of our trip was in Paris and then it all worked out at, mm-hmm. at cafe but where's
1: the weirdest place
0: you ever woke up so that's the drinking game story mm. uh the weirdest place i ever woke up yeah
1: you're doing these games and you're meeting these people and you all oh, might have had a bit too much I'll, t- I'll tell you where the strangest place i ever woke oh is that up. why I just, you i just remembered okay um so i was moving house and uh i went out to a friend's uh, farewell party for work and they were doing shots and drinking games and it got quite messy and you know when. I like to sleep in the nude. And so um I moved all the I know st- I know you I've moved all the stuff out of my house that day into the new house, gone to the uh the party, got had one too many drinks and went back to the old place mm-hmm. and realized that <laughs> I'd moved all my stuff and it was way over the other side of town, so I thought oh, I'll just sleep here for the night and I took off all my clothes and slept in a cardboard box. And <laughs> the people who were <laughs> Who were moving in showed up a day early oh <laughs> and so no. i'm nude in a cardboard box and they've got those wait wait but you trying to put my clothes on and but wait were you even drinking yeah the night before oh you were okay yeah, i it. went home okay at got midnight it. to my old home oh god and, and the new people have come early yeah and they're like oh oh sorry yeah i'm just getting picking up some stuff and <laughs>
0: but sorry in my mind no blankets just a naked man in a cardboard box yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't really care I mean it, you know, it was a warm time of year and it was quite embarrassing and I think they kind of knew that I'd slept there because you know I quickly put my pants on had no shoes on and just no shirt I'd, come, come in come in oh it's just hot in here you know I just took my shirt off just just finished moving I you know what's you've f- never had a strange like woken up in a park no, or up a tree no or-
0: and you know what it's like I always phrase it like this if I had a superpower it would be the fact that I've never like blacked out. So by the way, that means what? I don't I don't have excuses now. Oh man, I
1: blacked out oh, that's but I don't want to do, do that anymore. Data. That's not a good thing.
0: Well no, I mean I don't no, I don't think I have. Like so so uh, You're a happy drunk though. I am a happy drunk. Hmm. I'm a happy drunk.
1: Same. I can't stand
0: those people that are did they drink I and had they get a, angry and obnoxious. I had a roommate that he now he he would actually like in in college so he um so you know it's a Dorm room, my bed, his bed across the just across this very small room, and I remember one morning he wakes up and he's like, "Hey Zane, yeah, it's like, what happened?" He was his arm was in a cast because mm. he tried to wrestle somebody bigger than him and and broke his collarbone. Oh, and I mean, of course, I was there when his buddies brought him in and whatever, mm. but he had no recollection whatsoever. Then the next weekend, wit drunk guy with a broken collarbone wakes up, "Hey Zane, what happened?" Honest to god, fucking broke both of them. No, yeah, that person shouldn't drink. The, <laughs>
1: that's Clearly, a good,
0: that's a good point. Mm. Um, and you know, the guy who's in my shows, Steve McKenna, mm-hmm. he's more of, of 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 has more of those stories than I do. Mm. And so he one time uh, uh, went home mm. in college, yeah, and just decided to crash on the couch rather than go into his his bedroom mm-hmm. and woke up the next morning with a gun shotgun in his, in, in his face. Oh,
1: he's gone to the wrong house.
0: Gone to the wrong house. Like I did, yeah. And the guys like, well, no, this wasn't even this wasn't even his old house. This is oh. somebody else's somebody house. Else just, yeah.
1: Lucky didn't get shot. I know.
0: And then and then it's like, you know, but you're like your house is right in the middle of College Row in a college town. You got to expect that kind of shit and you probably should, probably should lock your front door. But, you know, anyway, it was just just kind of like and the guys like, you're in the wrong house. You got 5 seconds to get out of here like or hey, you're in the wrong house. I don't know you, so I'm going to hold a gun on you, but mm. I don't have to be a dick about it. You've traveled <laughs> to so many
1: countries. Has there ever been any hairy situations like that where local law enforcement have pull their guns on you or the army or a no, you border crossing funny- and weird stuff's happened?
0: No. <laughs> okay. So the, the, the cop one once... Wants- where we're in Mexico and tequila mm. and we thought I it'd be to funny there. to it was it's cool it's cool, mm. but we thought it'd be funny if uh but by the way, the nearest sort of city is Guadalajara mm. and that is sort of a a, a gang you know a, a cartel mm. uh so stay away from city there. you can't really help because that's what you fly into yeah, just sort well. of no um i mean I never felt like any in, in any danger, but when we went to tequila, we thought it'd be funny if you know, we told our fixer, who's our location scout and, uh, uh, and translator, all this kind of stuff, if he would, um, hey, maybe you can have these cops pretend to arrest me. And sure, yeah, they pretended to arrest me put me in handcuffs, brought me to the jail, put me in a cell. I mean, at this point, by the way, the camera couldn't get past, like, you know, the main thing. But here I am in a cell, like... There's no cameras. There's this, no cameras. This, this isn't
1: for the show what anymore. Is, what
0: was... What was wrong? And then no they, work visa. They come back five minutes li- later laughing. But, uh. like, I was like, I was like that's pretty funny.
1: I don't, Tequila's a cool place. I don't like this. Worth going to?
0: Sure. If it yeah 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 it's it's a it's a it's a smaller town it's you know it's if you love tequila it's if counting. you love tequila for sure or I mm. or Mexican food or or Mexican loggers whatever but um you know the soil there is so good because it's basically by this volcano so Ooh. you know the te- tequila region is 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 an appellation like mm. champagne mm. you can only make tequila in tequila mm. excuse me then they go like this but then.
1: To get started visit plushcare.com weight loss that's plushcare.com weight loss who's having a drink but I don't have one anyway that's part of the show Burping your way around the world Lambrey Lamprey.
0: um and uh and so the soil is so good there for for the blue agave plant that and and, and if you're in the tequila region and you're not growing tequila mm. because remember if you grow it outside it's like it's not you know, they, Mezcal has a region too. It would just be like a spirit made from agave or agave mm. spirit, which no one would waste the time to do. Mm. So every farmable piece of land mm. in this region, just like in Champagne, is like... Growing tequila. Is growing te- yeah, growing the agave. So, so it's it's kind of pretty in that regard. Is that your
1: favorite it, episode? Is no. that the most
0: fun? No, by all... No wasn't the most fun. What was your favorite because you, I mean you've got you've done so many
1: different drinking shows we, now traveling the world. We
0: had a guy in that in that episode in tequila yeah. that um, he 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 was like this is what happens when you walk into a place and you're like whatever and people are already drinking when you get there, right? Mm. So if we get there ahead of time and people show up then they're sober and they register and then they they respect what we're doing. Mm. But when we go in in and people were already drinking they're like oh what's going on? They get like you know little uh, beer muscles and whatever. Not anybody, <laughs> n- not any real trouble. Mm. But like um, this guy's like oh so you think you can you can you can out drink me? And I'm like no oh, the, the I show hate that. the show is absolutely not about I'm who can who anyone. can out drink. That doesn't make any sense. No that's not what the show's about. He's like I bet I can. I'm like okay He's okay, like, okay you win you, you win. He's like yeah I'll buy you a drink and he comes back with a pint glass yeah okay that you would normally have Guinness in or a pint of whatever yeah filled with tequila
1: oh man that's ridiculous
0: and he chugged it and we're mm-hmm. like okay and of course you know we filmed it mm. and then like he's his his, his there at the table next to us and like you should go check on your buddy oh he's mm-hmm. fine I went in to go to the bathroom and the guy just said Thrown up all oh, of it. Of
1: course you would. Pl- Tequila is yeah. so
0: strong. And um,
1: you and- had a show called Chug, so I guess it's easy for people to think, oh, this show is all about sculling beer. And you we know, had the yeah. uh, our Prime Minister of Australia once held the world record for drinking a beer the fastest out of a yard glass. <laughs> is that really Bob Hawke? And he only recently just died a couple of months ago. And uh, yeah, that's our, amazing. Uh, he's our Prime Minister had held a world, the world record. record for chugging a beer the fastest. And,
0: and, and I'm sure that's no like. And like- he has
1: his own beer now in Australia named after him called Hawke's Ale.
0: Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, how, he, he how, how old was he when he
1: died? Absolute legend. Um, I think he was in his late 70s.
0: Man, how mm. did I not know that information when I went there?
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's a bit of a legend, that's for sure. But uh, he, they had a big state funeral and everything for him when he was gone. But um, So there's Chug, Drinking Made Easy, yeah. Three Sheets. And two, Four Sheets. So, four sheets. So,
0: so Chug means throwing Where it back. Where can you watch all of these things? Is so it, it, they're all on different channels like uh, national national geographic to honestly, drink tv most of them at this point are all on drinktv.com. yeah um but i the, you know chug was on netflix again chug was i traveled by train i chugged along to learn so ah, that was okay. but again like we i wanted all and drinking made easy was like a joke i mean it's drinking is it's the easiest <laughs> thing ever right it's like, yeah. it's like breathing made easy uh, And so we just wanted these titles that you're flipping through when you have 150 channels that you would be like, what is that? And so that's why we named it Three Sheets and Four Sheets, both mean like Four Sheets to the Wind. That means drunk, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a new new network called DrinkTV.com um you can get on apple tv has it got you know, an
1: app as well and you can just watch has app, shows. has an app That's as well cool. yeah yeah
0: and, it, and it's all shows about drinking it's all drinking shows so yeah. there's like
1: a wine show i mean a yeah. friend of mine makes a show called the flying winemaker i guess he probably put something like that
0: on there i or- wonder if that one's even on there i know uh uh william shatner's Brown Bag Wine or something like oh, that? Oh, wow. William Shatner's got <laughs> a show on there. <laughs> yes, I, yes.
1: To boldly drink where no man has drunk before. That
0: would be a much better name for the show. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> to, to boldly drink. <laughs> it's, all, it's all you'd say, to boldly drink. It's like the
1: Star Trek fans would watch it. I know, exactly. And what is your favorite drink? Are you a uh, uh, scotch, bourbon, whiskey, beer? Um, you know... Is it always?
0: I get a feeling it's beer. I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever... You feel like at the time. It's whatever I feel like at the time. Hmm. Like, I don't ever want to be pigeonholed into, like... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because sometimes, I mean, man, sometimes we're out there shooting, like, mm. we were in, uh, in, uh, shooting an episode about whiskey in mm. uh, in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it's all bourbon, 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 bourbon. Yeah. And I was just like, man, can I just get a beer? I got like, a beer. It doesn't even need to be on camera. I just really need a refreshing <laughs> drink. I was so. Your go-to is beer. <laughs> Depends. Mm. You know what I had? I went to the movies last night. And you can get drinks there, and I got a dirty martini. Oh, hello, hello. I Love a dirty martini. Yeah, the olives all swizzled up. I like that. Mm. I liked it a lot. Maybe we should go get one. Oh, I feel like one now. Um, yeah, should we just go get one? Yeah, let's go.
1: Okay. I've had enough of this. Hey, um, but seriously, uh, you, you've uh, so you like beer? Yeah, uh, but you'll have a dirty martini or whatever wherever you go.
0: I mean, that's that's the thing, and it's funny. The the a kind of a question you were asking before, but like a, a way that someone has asked it before was they say. Like what's the weirdest country you've ever gone to, or whatever? Mm. And and it's funny that the answer is Kentucky, Mm. you know, (laughs) which is a a state. Yeah, and and uh, I just knew it'd be all be about bourbon, Mm. and so that was the episode I decided to bring my buddy Steve in. Yeah, and. And literally, the reason that I intended to do that entire thing was just I just wanted a stunt drinker in case things got a little out of control. A stunt drinker, <laughs> which 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 they did, and that and yeah. st- and Steve, that's literally what his job has yeah. been, yeah. is like take some pressure off of me yeah. in case you're... because now we you know again we're at the point we've shot over 150 episodes, yeah. and sometimes you'll be in a scene where someone's just like, come on, let's do shots, and you're just like, no, we Steve will Steve come here, Steve Steve stunt cock, so, <laughs> because sometimes. Often, you know, time is money. Mm. So if you're out there, like we don't, we may convey that the episode was shot in a day, mm. but it's usually shot in about three days, mm. th- maybe four. Mm. And so if I'm at a location, there's a good chance that I have to go to another location after that. So, uh oh, my God. <laughs> the cat just stopped the audio
1: recording. Don't delete it. Don't delete it. That's so
0: amazing. <laughs>
1: Excuse me, do you realise what you've just done? Check. Yep. Hey,
0: hey. Listen to this. <clears throat> in, in a world where, where Mike, Mike Goldman has the best show on the planet, planet it's On the Mic with Mike, Mike, Mike Goldman. Goldman. Oh, wow. wow, that's a fantastic, fantastic intro. intro. I, I, should I should just keep, keep that and use it. On, on the Mic with Mike, Mike Goldman. 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 Hey, hey you've been to Hollywood like... Goldman, Goldman. Goldman. Okay, okay guys. Go. 15, 15 years, years ago? Was it? Wow, that's generous of you. 20? I don't know, 24, 24 years
1: ago. Yeah. And so you came in here, bright eyed and bushy tailed ready crazy? to take on Hollywood. And, and you, years. you wanted to be a star. Yeah. What did, well, you wanted to be a host, I
0: believe. No, I uh, know. An actor. No, I, I moved out here. I, I, a removalist. I, I,
1: who was that? Someone who moves house.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah for sure. <laughs> God, if I could find the work. Um, I moved out here to be an actor. And then, and then, and and maybe like a comedian, but being a comedian was so scary. Uh, and then mm. I discovered that there was this job called a host, mm. and all you had to do was just show up and talk about things. You didn't really need to memorize, mm. or you need to read off a tele- teleprompter, and it was like what? And I remember the first time I went in, it wasn't even. I mean, I went to an audition, mm. and I put on my on my my resume, um, uh, like you would have like your. The stuff you did, which was all made up, Mm. right? Mm. Degree in theater, not true. I got like a minor in theater. And like all these things, like plays, Shakespeare plays, never did one. And then all these like, uh, please don't step on the keyboard (laughs) again. And and they don't don't need to see your butthole. I think they'll be fine without it. I think it, can you just blur that out? Yeah, sure. (laughs) And so... um, all this bullshit and then I, and in special skills I said like r- can ride a unicycle sings opera with this belly button whatever and so I get up there and they're like oh tell us about yourself and I tell whatever say whatever i to say and then they're just like um, so this belly button opera let's see that and I'm just like oh that's <laughs> not really and so I go <laughs> and so anyway and I, and I got the part and it was like what for, was that? it was like a, for an MTV show oh cool and a new group of like, that was your first job in LA? And we went. We went to shoot all the promo stuff and all that kind of stuff, and it never happened. Oh, and that—that that? That was welcome to LA. No, I, I've, I've Did you call a mom of, and couple. tell her that you were you, you had a show? Did oh you, man, I
1: leased a car and <laughs> I got, you know I got a, a better place to rent. Yep. I was, I was going to be hosting Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yep, I, I, had, I, I had meetings with the M- NBC and the third meeting and yep. NBC Universal with the the guy who who made uh, you know all, all the reality shows and. Then all of a sudden, someone else came through and bought the rights to it. Yeah, and I wasn't doing it anymore, and I'm like, oh, "Okay."
0: I've had. I mean, I could sit here and bore you with stories there's about so many of those. Here's here's the thing: is but there's that, so many opportunities. That's all that says about sure. This place. But I mean, like here's the, here's the thing: there is nowhere for second place mm. because if I, I, there was one time that I was auditioning, I it was like, a, it was in like a two month period. They were, all, they were doing all these network shows. And um, there was was four that I was up for, like CBS, ABC, NBC. And and it was between me and Joe Rogan, me and Chris Kattan, me and John O'Hurley, and me and Ben Bailey, who did a show called Cash Cab. Mm -hmm. And they were all bigger names than me. Mm -hmm. And this was like right after Three Sheets. And so I went in there and it was between me and each of those guys, and in every instance, those guys got the part and not me. Damn them, and and the, the, none of those shows went. But it's just amazing. Oh, they didn't even go to air. They didn't even air. That happens so much here. Hear yeah, yeah. stories
1: about people making a show, and then all of a yeah. sudden, no, oh, we're not, not running it now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, it's it's just big pilot. It's big production, and you're like, like I, I have friends that just said, like, uh, mm. my buddy who was on the podcast a while ago. His name is Dan Dunn, and mm. he he wrote a show that was that uh, he wrote a book called Living Loaded about his life mm. drinking and he it was it was kind of about him and the guys from Always Sunny in Philadelphia produced it with him they got donald sutherland to play his dad what? and they shot the pilot and he was like this we're off we're do, we're doing it this is it i made the big time baby and it didn't get picked up that sucks, man. And it just goes from like huge to like yeah. nothing. It's so crazy. So in between
1: those actual paying gigs, like you you, know, you have all these shows over the years, and especially when you first got here, like how, how do you drive yourself to to continue the hustle? Because how do you that's what it's about. It's very easy to go and just take a full-time job, you know, being a producer or working behind the scenes and have that peace of mind. But you really need the time to hustle and work on your craft and, you know, become a good actor, become a good host, come up with the great ideas. How how do you push yourself to do that? You those know, I once things? had
0: a girlfriend that asked me how long are you going to give it out here? Hmm. And I said as long as it takes. And it was a it was a it was a it was a very simple conversation, hmm. but there was a lot behind it. Hmm. Because the thing is is like the longer you're out here, the more people you know, the hmm. more you learn, the better you get. Um and and the the better your, your chances every single day when mm. you meet somebody, you know, like if I was casting something mm. and it was between this guy over here who I don't know and and you mm. it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna cast you. Mm. Even if you guys came in your performances were, were on par. Or if his was like a little better and it was difficult like, to find oh, like, I know he
1: might have a beer yeah. with him and I I met him at a party and he's yeah. a cool dude. I mean, I know I that guy's yeah. good, he can be a backup.
0: And that's the thing. There's it's no like, no bee. a lot of times you're not necessarily hiring the person for the show you're hiring the person for when you're not shooting and by that I mean like like
1: that you can get along with at work
0: that's exactly right mm.
1: that's exactly Some right. some people could be such a pain in the ass and want so much it'll have a manager that's hard to deal with or an agent that's hard to deal with right and, right. and if there's, there's that guy that they know and have, they've worked with him before pfft yeah. Just use him, and and I know that a lot in reality TV. I mean, there's a lot of Australians living here in LA. Trent, Dana, Aaron, some mates of mine who I've worked with over the years on Big Brother, and they're producing shows like uh, the new car show, Hyperdrive. On, yeah, those your friends are all doing and, huge shows, and uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, the, the, the ultimate tag show, and yeah. and it's because they go, oh yeah, Trent's good, he'll do the job well, and he won't complain, and you know, he won't bitch, and he'll just do it, and he gets along with right. everyone, and you know, Dana gets the job done because She's they're
0: Australian, they're just nice, to, they're just nice to hang out with with the Australians. But are they them.
1: becoming a mafia? I heard the, the term the other day, the Aussie mafia, because <laughs> I mean, they're all hiring each other with, with the, within the shows. And now
0: you guys are trying to push all of our coffee shops away. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, um, Bluestone Lane. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nick, who uh, who owns those, they're, they're, they're amazing coffee. They're amazing. Because I think people were realizing Starbucks is this syrup that just ugh. I don't and
0: think. I don't think terrible. The, I don't think that Starbucks is syrup. It's
1: the worst coffee in the world. How do people drink that stuff? I, don't think I it's mean, the seriously, worst. that's why they go to Blue Stone Lane and they go, "Oh, well, this is this is what real coffee supposed to it's, taste like."
0: It's, it's delightful. I had it this morning yeah i had so, coffee. so
1: you're you're extremely successful in hollywood are, wow. there, are there ever Me? times yes you look at the amazing house living in hollywood and you've you've got so many shows on so many different networks and it's... you've got your clothing la- label adventure do you ever feel like you're not successful
0: yeah like r- literally as you're listing my accolades i'm starting to feel like i'm not worthy of it because you know it's funny is you get through life and this and this profession. So to answer the first thing about how do I pick myself up by my bootstraps every time there's a failure? Mm. It's like you have to almost just you're you're you have to almost be better at what you do in your off time than your on time. Like when you're when when I'm hosting something whatever like that's it. Like I'm in I'm in the zone, mm. but how good am I at hustling to figure out what that next gig is mm. and not getting not getting just sort of just heartbroken over losing out on a big network show or all these sort of things. So it's like it's all part of the game, right? So it's 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 on a roller coaster. You can't have your ups without your downs and that kind of thing and it's just like it's a it's 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 a really tough thing. And like we can sit here with the camera on and just sort of say it's tough, but like some sometimes man, like sometimes it's really fucking like, like sometimes it's like it's like you just want to throw your hands up and just go home, mm. go home, go home. Well, I've tomorrow. done
1: I've done that before. I mean, a few years ago, um, you know, I was in a, a engaged to a girl who was in Australia and didn't want to move here, and and you know, I had a couple of shows here that uh, some I funded myself to do pilots for, and you know, we're all excited they were going to happen, and another one that. That uh, was going to happen, it fell through, and I'm, I was doing a million auditions, and just nothing was hitting, yeah. and and I'd blown pretty much all my cash that mm-hmm. I had saved up because I had you know money that I was putting into my house in Australia, so I had to keep paying that because uh, I had a bank loan, and it's like I got to a point where I was sleeping on my friend's couch, yeah, and thinking this is this is the real low point in my life. And uh you know then something something came along because you gotta get back up on the horse, you gotta to talk to your friends and your family and and you gotta you gotta realize how how good you are that got you to those places before and just keep on moving in that direction.
0: but it's one of those things that like we were we were talking about you know how um uh like Robert Downey Jr. is done with the marvel mm. and and Chris Evans is done, and you're like, can you imagine being at a point when you're just like, nah?" You sure? I mean, I mean, we'll give you fifty million if you want to come do one. Nah, you know I'm good. Couldn't be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. Well, they've got yeah. so so much money, but yeah.
1: you know that fifty million. Maybe I'll give it to starving kids and. But,
0: but at that point, it becomes whatever. it becomes about something else. Like, yeah. no, I'd rather go on a different part of a journey. I've been playing the same character for ten years. Mm. But like, I don't know. I mean, it's- but he
1: was at a point, Robert Downey Jr., where he, he was in jail and yeah. you know, his career was done and and it all all those headlines, all those years ago when he was busted for cocaine and yeah. all that stuff. There was, there was no he, way he, anyone he, would by have the way, thought he would be where he is now. He Speaking then. of
0: waking up in weird places, he woke up at his like neighbor's kid's room one time. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so, look, I, I, I'll never be content mm. with with what I'm doing um, or with what I've done. I think done. that's the
1: secret as well. Don't or, don't be content. No, you can't because be content. Because then you're not utilizing, you know, you're playing to your best, best strengths and not u- utilizing your ability to create amazing shows like you've done in the past.
0: I think it's like you can get like... You can get occasionally complacent, but I've had friends that that have been on like sitcoms, mm. you know, big sitcoms for a few years, and then it, all of a sudden it's canceled, and they weren't thinking about what came after that. You mm. know, they
1: weren't saving their bucks. They they weren't planning for the future.
0: Yeah, they just or they just weren't laying the groundwork for what is possibly mm. coming next because mm. everything was just working mm. and if you, if, it, if it works like that you're like three years four years you're in a sitcom you're making mm. great money everyone yeah. knows who you are like this is yeah. amazing
1: plan for the future is probably good advice like I was talking to a producer friend of mine the other day and he's uh, employing people to work on this new show and a guy came in who'd been, uh, you know, 2IC on a big show like MasterChef or something like that for years. And he's begging for a job. And he's like, you should be worth $100 million with your own production company by now. What yeah. happened? And he yeah. actually said that to him. Yeah. And uh, so what, what people are doing who do get to that point where they're actually, you know, producing the big shows, they're doing deals with the companies that they're working for to get money to start their own production company and make it with that production company they are working for before. That way, they're building their own business. Mm-hmm. So thinking long-term is is something you definitely have to do. Like our mate Dan Listings just invested in these uh, burger, burger joints. Burger places, yeah. They're yeah, called Burger Patch. Yeah, uh, So you, you think of like, okay, cause there's going to be downtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you going to do? You open a fruit market stall at the, uh, the local organic food markets or oh, like that is that what you're doing yeah that's what i'm actually doing <laughs>
0: I'm,
1: I'm i'm knitting though and
0: i mean it's a good segue into adventure yeah tell us about
1: adventure this incredible clothing label that you created
0: so i you know when i was doing three sheets which was the first show i ever did i was wearing i just went out and bought some shirts and I, there was a shirt i remember it just had like a sunset on it or something and someone on social media said hey where'd you get that shirt and i was like oh well i got it wherever i got it And i was like oh wait a second, I'm." I'm wearing a billboard. And I had always grown grown up I mean, in college I was I got my degree degree in in graphic design. Mm. Actually that's not true. I got my degree, my actual college degree in oil painting. No I swear to God yes, it in, That's the weirdest in thing In the arts Yeah but, right. but, but, but my hobby And what I sort of parlayed that mm. into Was graphic design mm. And so I've worked as a graphic designer And all that kind of shit in, in, in other lifetimes And now you're in fashion Now I'm in fashion But so one of the things I, I was like Oh I'm making I'm wearing these t-shirts that other For other people And so I called the network And said hey I want to wear my own shirts Is that fine? And put like You had to
1: on. ask permission for that
0: yeah, it's Ooh. all in the contract. Ooh. You can't be. And they said they. Well, here's a funny story. So they said, "Uh, we yeah, sure. We and we sell DVDs, so we'll actually just sell them for you, and we'll just do a thing." So I'm like, "All right, well, let's just do this one." I tell you what. So here's the designs. I designed them. I had all the the prototypes made. Like you guys can get them made, uh, and then I'll just get like you know 25 of 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 the. Um, you know the profit, or how, however I, I think that's how it was worded. Mm. And I said to my attorney, like maybe we shouldn't. We should put a floor, right? Mm. Just in case there's no profit. Mm. Oh, and you're they fine. all pay
1: themselves a massive wage and go.
0: Hey, there's no profit. So what happened mm. was this is the weirdest example. So, mm. so they said, uh, I said, hey, how many shirts? Because after the first quarter, they sent me a check, and they sent me a check for like fifteen grand. Mm. Said, well, this is great. Is all right? So I called them and I said, um, hey, uh, how how'd it go? And um and they said, oh, great, we sold like fifteen thousand T-shirts. And I was like, oh, you've
1: got a dollar a shirt. Well, yeah, but all remember, right.
0: remember the shirt. I, I I gave you the shirt cost, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had the shipping. We worked it all out. So my my I should have gotten like three dollars a shirt. And then he, they go, well, I mean, come on, you got fifteen thousand dollars. I get like, stuffed. Yeah, but yeah, but i <laughs> but I should have gotten forty five yeah. thousand dollars. Remember, this is. I'm making $2,500 an episode. Yeah. I did eight episodes the first season. I I, I didn't have enough to pay rent. You know, yeah. So yeah, I had yeah. to figure out how to hustle. And so... Um, you got to stick up to yourself. How weird is it like I'm... You know, I'm, I'm on a on, on a TV show. This guy traveling around, and then you go down to the bar, and I'm I'm the bartender. Like you know, yeah. and by the way, that's and fine. That, that
1: can happen, man. You you got to look at for number it one. It Did happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And so and so, I was like, and and they said, I go, well, what happened? We had broken it down that basically we had said because we broke down all the costs that I was going to be getting three dollars a shirt. And he's like, well. We didn't expect to, to sell this many shirts, so we actually had to go out and hire another person, or or two people, and we had to pay them. So there was actually no money left over at all. There actually was no profit. I'm so like, so
1: give money to a couple of their friends, their auntie or their yeah I'm just sister like, or if
0: there's no profit in a twenty five dollar t shirt, yeah. you, you you did it wrong. But anyway, mm. so lesson learned. And then I basically from that point um, started your own. I started my own and uh, is that
1: hard is, that, is must be a lot to learn well, starting your own clothing label because off- you, you're making these jackets it's not like just t-shirts yeah what if i have, if I have one? they're oh. incredible they got like yeah, a million pockets for your passport and your ex-girlfriend so, and
0: yeah what so you know it, it started off t-shirts and then and then sweatshirts and i was like can i make a sweatshirt that has a bottle opener zipper and then it was like then i was talking to a guy that used to manufacture in in china and he Ooh. was like getting stuff made for me but like He would just like tell me yes, and then all of a sudden he here you go, here's what what it looks like, and I'm like, well, make some changes. You you know, he's like, you can make one round of changes. I'm like, I thought this would be more like working together. And so after that experience, I just went over to China by myself Hmm. and um, did the deal and and just learned and made mistakes Hmm. and and got better. And now I have a great staff and great you know people that work for me and mm. the products are amazing i mean that yeah. was that right there that story is going back 12 mm. or 13 so now you built built
1: this incredible brand and yeah. uh it's going into backpacks as well and jackets so yeah and... so
0: we have back so this is our backpacks we have backpacks. oh
1: cool we get, we, get we get a little display of all all, all the latest range of so adventure is, gear the, oh, the, oh that oh that looks the cool just look at that what Tell me about this one. You would like. That. Welcome to the Home Shopping Channel version of On the Mic. Today, Zane Lamprey talks to us about adventure. Oh, drugs. Uh, adventure. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. No. <laughs> <in> he there. <laughs> hey, believes me. Okay. Hey, that's uh, got a good solid backing. You put your laptop in there. That's, yeah, let me that's show you. Cool.
0: So, so here's what's amazing about this about this backpack is uh, is um, so you're basically. You just flew here, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you want to throw stuff in your hotel room. Yeah. And you don't want to take all this this whole bag around with you. Mm. So you would... Um...
1: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And you can wear the little bag as a backpack.
0: Yeah. So you basically pop off the Genius. small bag.
1: Yeah. That makes so much sense. That's cool. And what's this worth? How much do these cost? Uh,
0: I, think they, I think they retail for... Let me guess. Yeah. 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. No. No, 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 no. One ninety nine. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you serious? I guessed it. Yeah. No, you were off by a dollar. So there you go. Oh, and then the and then hang oh, a minute. How do you wear that? Yeah, so you got to pop these out of here. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. Oh, this
1: is very clever. Did you design this? Yeah. Oh man, so that's the, cool.
0: Designing, like we've been doing these for a long time, but designing this particular bag mm. was about a year and a half.
1: That's cool. And tell tell me about the uh, the grooves that are in the back here. Cause yeah. no, normally it's just padding, but you've got this really thin stuff. And yeah. Then, so you know it is So it's basically,
0: every time, and there's a place for your laptop. And so every time you take a step, you know the, the bag bounces on your on your back. Mm-hmm. And so we put these grooves in. So every time you take a step, the air like leaves yeah, and new so air. So you comes don't have in. a sweaty back. So new air comes in and it comes out. So you, yeah, reduces They're like the, lungs. They yeah. look like lungs. So reducing the amount of heat on your on your back. Did you design this? Yeah. You're genius. I love
1: this. So what does what this thing do here? What do you, what can you put in? That's in that for little... your hand. Okay, so you, yeah. can, you can carry it with like it's an yeah. arm bag. Uh-huh.
0: Now that's for ca- I that, love arm yeah, bags. and that's how you're supposed to carry that. Uh, that's for like carrying like uh, if you have a sweaty shirt and you want to put it inside oh, your bag. Oh, wet you stuff. Put it, yeah, you, exactly. Makes sense. Uh, and then it has these neoprene side uh, pockets for beverages. And then Ooh. this, I don't think you're ready for this. Well, I'm not ready. I don't think but, you're ready for but this. But do it. This is a uh, a cooler that holds a six pack. That. Holds a six-pack. Yeah. Oh, it's quite, quite big. And it expands into the yeah. bag. So if you're using that space, it makes the size of the main compartment smaller. Otherwise, if you're not using it, you can use the entire size of the main compartment.
1: So so you had to go to China and sort all this stuff out with the, with the grooves on Nam. the back here? Nam. Nam. Yeah. Vietnam. Vietnam best, make great the stuff. The
0: best uh, bag makers are in Vietnam.
1: Whereabouts in Vietnam did you go? Because um, uh, I went, I
0: went, I went ho, to... Ho Chi Minh. Ho, uh, yeah, I Sai, went Saigon.
1: Oh, okay, I I was um in Ho Chi Minh, and then I went to um, oh yeah the the the, hey. the 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 on the beach. What's the beach area called? Hanoi. No, I no. oh, was it? no down low, down south. Uh, beautiful old historic town, and
0: in Vietnam, mm. the delta on the delta. Oh, I can't remember the place. But I, anyway,
1: I got like ten suits made there, and they cost me like 50 oh bucks yeah, each. Yeah, yeah 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 they're amazing yeah. But what's this down here? So what's this this, this is
0: this is the big bag that you can get separately that has a cooler that holds. Uh, two bottles of wine. Or uh, eight cans of beer. Now that's just for size. That's huge. Yeah. So so it's great. To, like, it makes
1: sense to have it at the bottom too. Right. Because like, why would you have this and, and this is bit a, at the top? Is exactly. It your and it's and... a
0: waterproof zipper, but again, it's it, it's like there's condensation and <laughs> stuff like that. You want that down here, not says, on top of your stuff. Chill out on the bottom. Chill out, brah. That's
1: cool. I love that. Thanks, that man. And and how long is it taking you to put a list together and figure it out and make it? And it's got the grooves on the back there to, to keep all the sweat off your back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is like these are grooves for basically uh when you're walking hmm. you're you're sort of the bag's moving and you're sort of replacing the air every time so it's kind of like being pulled up here and being pushed out through those grooves oh yeah stay
1: cool brah yeah because my backpack doesn't have that it's just a flat back and you well, know, then it's, your backpack it's sweaty, is
0: your backpack is sweaty back
1: i need an adventure one mm-hmm. um and so it's adventure with a three yeah in in the uh in the website adv Three, and, and T-U-R-E. T-U-R-E. Is right
0: here? There, I don't think I can see right that. There. So yeah. The, why, why the three? The three is for our three tree initiative, yeah. whereby we plant three trees with every purchase. So whether you're buying a backpack or a hat or one of our jackets, or any of that kind of stuff, we'll plant three trees.
1: So what, we, what made you decide to do that? I mean, you're all about the environment. You, you saw, you, you've seen a lot of trees chopped the, I mean, down or what's the story? I
0: mean, really all of that. Hmm. Traveling the world and just seeing the amount of trees that should be in certain places blows your mind mm. so they are ecosystems which is d- dear to me mm. I just think these animals need a place that they can go and get away from us um, and the uh, trees are natural filters of pollutants mm. and that, by the way that's not just air the root systems also filter groundwater when the rain comes and there's the, the, the pollutants that end up on the ground mm. because of air pollution and you know just turning into soot that kind of thing mm. uh, and then also they produce oxygen mm. pretty important you think trees. I think we need oxygen we need some trees at the
1: Amazon are yeah. the lungs of the planet and they're, they're chopping down trees there at a the rate of like alarming rate a football field every second or something it's, ridiculous honestly
0: this year has been one of the worst and we thought that we were in a time when they'd slow down a little we bit. had slowed it down yeah. with yeah. education but with their growing population they just need more money and resources yeah. and, and they're-, they're
1: chopping down the forest not not just for the wood to make tables, yeah. but but for for cattle, yeah, because people eat so much meat, yeah, especially in those South American company, yeah. countries as yeah. well.
0: It's 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 out of control, and I I was sort of laughing about this before, and I, I look, I don't like to. Be an alarmist, and mm. I, I don't. I'm an entertainer, mm. so I don't want to get too heady because I know that people, like I love animals, but mm. people who put on their Instagram like animals that have been tortured and stuff like that to try mm. to raise awareness, like I can't see that. Mm. Me seeing that doesn't isn't going to change anything. It's
1: better to just say, look what I'm doing. That's great for the planet. You should do something that's great I too. I try rather to, than whinge yeah, about it.
0: I try to lead by just putting out a positive message. Yeah. Showing people what we can do, rather than the state that maybe our ancestors and us have gotten us into. So, you know, with adventure, like, look, we we want to make amazing clothing and innovative clothing. We and we really, really want to touch people, and 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 have inspire them to learn about the environment. Go out and experience it, and see what you can do to improve it. Like it's you know, people don't ha- don't have to make big moves. The craziest thing about it is that if is we that all
1: just do a little something, it's going to help.
0: If we all just went out and planted three trees. It would do so much, it would blow your mind. If we
1: all just went out and bought a adventure jacket, then that's if three you, trees.
0: You know, you could do three that. Cheese, you, you three could three do, trees you, planted. You could do that. But again, my message is not go buy our stuff. It's let us inspire you to go and mm. do it. I, if if the money, if the company doesn't work, mm. but somehow we inspire people to be better mm. and treat the planet better, mm. then it's, I'm a success. Mm.
1: But they make sense. And, and, and I love how you've aligned stuff with who you are and what you love, and you put it into your shows and your brand, your podcast, Zane's World, and and, and people who follow you and love you, they'll be into the same stuff. So it's it's amazing. I love you. Okay. what you're
0: doing. Thank you, but Michael. I'm big fan, Zane Lamprey. And- I'm so glad that I finally got to be on your show.
1: Yeah, finally. Thank you very much. On the mic and- with Zane Lamprey. I love your voiceover voice, and too. And Michael Goldlow. Hello. Have you ever done voiceover on like a show and or just a doco or something? <clears throat> Would you ever do any sort of wildlife? You could be the next David Attenborough.
0: In a world where trees are needed. Zane Lamprey is the tree man that's <laughs> so stupid am I making my tree myself? whisperer tre- <laughs> that's exactly hello little tree you're going hello, to grow because I'm going to
1: plant you because this person bought a jacket this tree will blow your mind
0: <laughs> yes I've done I've done I've done some I always want to do more I love doing vo. yeah you know what I, I, just, you, I just love the sound of my own voice you, 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 me too <laughs> me too you can just rock up in we shorts just, and a you, t-shirt you know what you don't even need to be here You don't even, we're, we're just doing it for ourselves we can listen to ourselves that's what we don't need to wear these we don't need you we don't but- need you? that's why we're leaving that's not true and you should go and get onto his website
1: adv3nture.com that's right you did it right and uh, and you can see all those amazing products so you can go to drinktv.com and you can watch three sheets four sheets chug
0: drinking five made sheets easy. six sheets
1: whatever you need Yeah, well, how many sheets you need it depends yeah. how hot you want to get at night yeah. Zane Lamprey thank you for being on the mic
0: thank you for not showing up the way you sleep naked in a box